everybody. It is Julia. And my last podcast episode was on how to be brave because we all need to harness bravery in order to step out of our comfort zones and make meaningful changes in our lives. And I went over this in my last episode, but I'll just touch briefly on it here. To recap, most of us don't want to step out of our comfort zones and try something new for a few reasons. And the one I discussed has to do with the subconscious mind and its role in keeping us safe. Because our subconscious brain's primary role is to keep us alive, like literally physically alive. And whenever we think about leaving our comfort zone, our brain doesn't know if we will be exposed to harm or not. So it sends all sorts of messages to get us to cease and desist whatever we are thinking about doing that would take us out of our comfort zones. But once we have awareness about this phenomenon and what our brains are doing, we can recognize that the fear we have when we go out of our comfort zone is pretend and unhelpful and unnecessary. And so that's largely what I covered in my last episode. And I wanted to build on that today because another reason we may not want to leave our comfort zones to try something new is that we are afraid of failing. And that is less subconscious typically. And that type of fear is usually more conscious. So today I want to suggest that we should redefine the way we look at failure. The word failure is so loaded. It automatically conjures up images of losers and derelicts and broken hearts and disappointment, which is unfortunate because failure is an inevitable part of life for everybody and can be a very valuable opportunity to learn and succeed and acquire new skills. And while there's no doubt that feelings of failure can be discouraging and disheartening, it is through failure that we grow. And for this reason, for this reason, it's important to maintain an informed perspective on the benefits of failure. And unless you're a trust fund baby, success is almost always reached through a series of informative failures that allow us to regroup and tweak our plan and reroute our path to success. So changing how you think about failure can reduce the fear you may have about trying something new or going after something you really want. For a lot of people, the fear of failure can be so crippling that it may cause people to avoid trying something altogether. They have a fear that they'll try and not succeed, which makes them stop before they even begin. And this fear that prevents us from moving forward could come from a variety of sources. It could be, as I discussed in my last episode, our subconscious brain trying to stop us from leaving our comfort zones. But it could also be rooted in low self-esteem because it's likely that people who fear failure often don't believe they have what it takes to achieve their goals. And by not even trying, they protect themselves from finding out whether or not that's true. Another reason people don't put themselves out there may be a lack of motivation to change, which makes it difficult to get started because if something seems too challenging or involves learning new skills, some people would rather stay stagnant than put forth the effort needed to improve. We talked a little about self-sabotage where people don't try new things because if they don't try, then they'll never have to find out if they can do it or not. And that's a safer place for them to be emotionally. Um, But research has found that students who fear fear failing often engage in self-handicapping behaviors that actually perpetuate failure. And we all know, because we've listened to all my podcast episodes, that that's how the subconscious mind works. If we have a thought, it creates an emotion, which creates an action, which creates a result. Bottom line, our thoughts create our results. 
And then another big reason behind the fear of failure may be that failing can trigger feelings of shame or embarrassment or that we're not good enough. So by avoiding even trying, we protect ourselves from that blow to our self-esteem. And I would have to say that when this is kind of a conscious operation, this last reason, fear of being embarrassed, is probably the most common. So if you experience any of these feelings, take a minute and ask yourself what the root cause of your fear of failure could be. Like which of these reasons resonates most with you? Because naming the source of our fears takes away some of its power. Fear shrivels when it is exposed to awareness, that is true. And then we can use that awareness to build ourselves up in the areas that we need it. So to start overcoming the fear of failure, sometimes thinking about the worst possible outcome, like total worst case scenario, and then coming up with a plan for how you'll deal with it can help reduce anxiety. My guess is you'll find that the worst possible outcome isn't typically that bad. It's usually that you might feel silly or you might lose some time or some money. But if you really do this exercise, more often than not, you'll find that you could totally handle the worst case scenario just fine. A lot of times we have feelings of fear about something and we never take the time to break it down and identify what the fear is. We just know that it feels big and daunting and we give into that fear and we don't pursue whatever it is just because of the emotional state that we're in. But when you logically break down the origin of that fear, you typically find that there's not much to it. But whatever the source of your discomfort about trying new things, the fear of failure can be hard to identify. But if you feel like you don't have the skills or knowledge to achieve something you want to do, or you procrastinate until it affects your performance, or you deliberately keep your expectations of yourself low or underestimate your own abilities and you worry that feeling will make other people feel less of you or think less of you, if you feel any of these things on a regular basis, my hunch is that you have a fear of failure. So let's talk about what we can do to move past this so that it doesn't inhibit your life anymore. Because as a culture, we focus on all the negative aspects of failure, like big time, but we don't talk nearly enough or at all about all the ways failure can strengthen you. So certainly failure can take you down, but if you get back up, you rise as a stronger person. Failure, like I said, is an inevitable part of life, but we need to remember that it's just a stepping stone, not the end of the road. There's so much value in failure. And if you haven't already learned this firsthand, my guess is you're not making moves that are big enough. And it's time to start taking more risks and making bigger steps and bigger leaps towards the life you want to create. I read a quote that said something like, failing often allows you to succeed sooner. So I don't know if you guys like Ariana Huffington. I read her book. It was dynamite. Anyway, there she said, there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve the fear of failure. So there are lots of benefits of failure. You know, failure can give you a sense of direction in your life. It can give you insight on how to move forward. When you know that one thing didn't work, you can check that off your list and try a different path. Failure gives you clarity on how to take a better route towards your goals. Another upside to failure is that by allowing yourself to fail, you can overcome a lot of fear. Consider that it's the fear of failing that very often holds us back from pursuing our goals. 
So if you didn't care about failure or even embraced it as progress, you'd be less afraid to take risks and get out of your, com- get out of your comfort zone to achieve something that you really want. Like I said, failure is not just okay, it's necessary for our growth. You know, consider all the stories you hear about like Michael Jordan or Thomas Edison or Henry Ford or how many times they failed on the road to massive success. On the flip side, the fear of failure not only can but will hold you back from success in all areas of your life. So even though failure is important and necessary, it's not fun for anybody, like nobody loves it. But having the courage to fail can and will accelerate your progress. Author John C. Maxwell, who wrote a book on failure, has said that the difference between average people and high achievers is how they view and respond to failures and setbacks. He said, and I'll just summarize, that high achievers see failure as a chance to learn and try again with a new set of skills or knowledge, while underachievers associate failure with defeat, which they believe is due to shortcomings in their character. They believe that failing means that they are a failure. And without diving deep into the benefits of failure, I can see why they would think that with all the negative stigma surrounding failure in our society. So I almost feel like we need a new word for the type of failure that we learn from. The word failure has only negative connotations, but so much positive can come from it. So um, maybe we should call these types of failures stepping stones or building blocks or something like that. So, you know, let's, we'll start a little think tank and we'll come up with some new suggestions. I would love to hear your suggestions on what this word could be. But whatever we decide to call it, failure is only valuable if we try to learn from it. There is no value in it if we let it defeat us. So learning how to recover from failure is a skill that we should all develop. If you're good at falling down and getting back up, you'll be confident going into new situations because you know you'll be okay, even if you fall down. This is why failure serves us, because it helps us become stronger and wiser. J.K. Rowling said, Quote, failure taught me things about myself that I could have learned no other way. I discovered that I had a strong will and more discipline than I suspected. And that has served us all because who doesn't love the Harry Potter series? So I feel like we're taught that the path to success should only be a linear uphill path, but really life is full of hills and valleys and roundabouts and that path is crooked and messy and sometimes it goes in circles and it's full of drops and dips, but it's only when we stop trying that we actually fail. So in the book I referenced, um, it's called Feeling Forward. Author John C. Maxwell said that 90% of all those who fail are not actually defeated. They simply quit. So what if you don't quit? Dennis Waitley said, Failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is delay, not defeat. It's a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. End quote. So what kind of life does that sound like? Sounds unfulfilling and unrealized. And things may not go the way you planned, but that doesn't automatically mean you failed. Many times we think that if things veer from our expectations, then it's automatically a failure. 
just because it's not what we expected. But an unexpected path or a less than ideal situation even can grow to be a great opportunity. And even if it doesn't, it's a great opportunity to learn flexibility, to learn how to pivot and to find opportunity for growth. Now, this current younger generation may be especially susceptible to the fear of failure because social media can broadcast their failures to the world. And this along with helicopter parents who give everybody a trophy and don't let their kids take risks that could potentially hurt their self-concept, these things have shielded these kids from the small risks and failures they need to be taking that can build the emotional resilience they need in order to be able to withstand the larger failures that most definitely lie in adulthood. So as hard as it is to experience and maybe even harder to watch, we all need to strengthen our our emotional fortitude through action and then failure, but then following up with more action and more informed action. I mean, a lot of people believe that if there's, if there's a chance at failing of something, there's no point in even trying to do it. And I get why they may think that way, because if you've ever failed at something and ended up feeling humiliated or upset, those memories can remain fresh long after the incident. But this is where we need to be brave, because if self-doubt creeps in after failure, it can grow and take over and inhibit your progress towards your goals. So... Author Guy Winch said that calling this affliction a fear of failure is inaccurate. He says that most people who suffer from a fear of failure are actually more afraid of shame than they are of failure. And he shares that, quote, rather than feeling guilt or regret about their inadequacies, people living with this fear often end up experiencing a diminished sense of self-worth. This feeling can linger for a lifetime, end quote. So he explains that this is why failure can be so detrimental to some people because they let that self-doubt take over. But it can be so motivating for other people because many successful people succeed as a result of their failures, not despite them. But they understand that these setbacks were just preparing them for success. And this is part of having a growth mindset. The only way to truly fail is to stop trying. We need to give ourselves, our friends, and our children permission to fail without fear of punishment. In fact, with praise for failure. And more importantly, we need to stop punishing ourselves through diminishing our own self-worth and our self-talk when things don't go the way we had hoped. Fear crushes far more dreams than failure does. And we need to learn to not only tolerate, but embrace failure as a marker of growth. Ariana Huffington again said, we need to accept that we won't always make the right decisions, that we'll screw up royally sometimes. Understanding that failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. So let me be clear here, it is totally okay to make mistakes, but it's not okay not to learn from them. The valuable part about failing is that it teaches us what works and what doesn't. So when we fail, we need to pay attention to how we can move forward differently and pay attention to what went wrong the first time so we don't repeat that mistake. Henry Ford said, the only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing. By learning what doesn't work, we can hone in on what doesn't does work and there are many other lessons to be learned through failure. Failure can foster creativity because we have to figure out better ways to solve problems. 
Failure can actually boost your self-esteem and your self-trust because you can develop the confidence you need to get back up and do it better next time. Shame only accompanies failure if you let it, so do not let it creep in. Try and tune out any negative feedback that comes from failing and instead boost your own confidence and move forward. You know, try and tune out what other people are saying about your progress and trust yourself and trust your path and trust your journey and learn from all those experiences. Another upside to failure is that it can help you build resilience and you can get accustomed to bouncing back with more strength and less fear each time. When we do this, we're expanding our comfort zone. You know, we go into the stretch zone. It's uncomfortable. We start to stretch. We step outside. It's super uncomfortable. But now you've expanded your comfort zone and things that used to make you afraid don't make you afraid anymore. And if we just keep taking those steps outside our comfort zone, yeah, we're going to be uncomfy, but we're going to be growing and learning. And it's only through taking that risk and moving forward with a fear of failure that you can make that growth. And also consider that each failure brings you closer to the success you're striving for. So obviously failure doesn't feel good, but looking back on your life with regret would feel worse. So it's time to rebrand failure. And maybe there's a marketing team somewhere out there that wants to take this on, Um, but I'll start working on some campaign slogans of my own. But in the meantime, I want to end with two quotes about failure from a couple of my favorites. Dale Carnegie said, discouragement and failure are two of the surest stepping stones to success. And my girl, Brene Brown said, there is no innovation and creativity without failure, period, end quote. So let's take the fear out of failure. Let's take brave action towards a life that you love. And I want to thank you for listening and I look forward to connecting soon.